Hey there, I'm Judy Croon, Canada's keynote humorist. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Long and Prosper. Today I'm chatting with my good friend, Susan Stewart. For the past 15 years, Susan has been entertaining and inspiring audiences across North America. She is best known for her ability to make people laugh while helping them meet their challenges with a sense of humor. Susan is the author of three books, including her latest title, You Gotta Laugh, Wit and Wisdom About Not Taking Life or Yourself Too Seriously. Susan's podcast, Still a Hot Mess, and her comedy album, Relentless, are available on iTunes and Spotify. You can learn more about Susan at susanstewart.ca. And uh, we're going to be chatting about Susan's latest big project. Going to tell you all about it, but uh, right off the top, Susan, thanks for coming on the show with me. Judy Croon. Yeah. I want to say, you know, you are such a professional. Oh, hardly. Listen to that voice, (laughs) that radio voice. I mean, you can tell, you can tell you were in. You're you're so amazing. Um, It is my pleasure. It's my honor and pleasure to be uh, chatting with you today. Hey, you got a really, really big show coming up. Um, And this is important. You are asking folks to join you for a night of laughs Mm -hmm. while you share your mental health journey. And uh, you learned the hard way about taking mental health seriously recently. Uh, Mm -hmm. Folks, you won't want to miss this important community event that raises awareness about mental health, raises money for the Brantford General Hospital's mental health unit. But we're just going to back up a bit. I'm going to ask Susan uh, uh, just a couple of things. This new show, it's called A Bit More Than a Rough Patch, a comedy show about taking mental health seriously. So, Susan, tell folks what was the uh, what was the catalyst for this particular show? Well, um, basically, it was the events of last year. Um, I, uh, I found myself in, in a clinical depression mm. and, and suffering from high grade level of anxiety, you know, insomnia and panic attacks, all that, all that good stuff. Um, so that happened, that happened kind of late winter, early spring last year. And um, by the summer, I reached what is called a mental health crisis. I reached the point of crisis. Um, and, you know, to make a long story, you know, shorter, uh, basically I, yeah, I, I didn't want to live anymore. Um, mm. You know, just the way I was feeling, uh, my brain, my brain stopped working. Um, I was also in this, this, this story, I was, I was caught up in this negative assumption that I was never going to feel better again this, you know, the situation was permanent. So with that bleak outlook on life, um, yeah, I, uh, I got the, you know, I, I had that feeling of hopelessness. Um, and so it, it resulted in, uh, in an attempt and, um, luckily I was unsuccessful (laughs) Hmm. and, and so the show, the show reveals kind of how I got there. Um, like I, 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 uh, I was, I wasn't interested in, in, in taking medication. Um, I did not want to, you know, make that admission that, that it had gotten to that point, right? Like, 
you know, you read my bio. I'm mm -hmm. I'm the author, speaker, comedian that right. helps people with the lighter side of life. So mm -hmm. it was my own personal stigma um, that that really was, you know, the main contributor to reaching that crisis point. Um, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't reach out to my therapist, so I didn't get that help. Um, and I wasn't I wasn't honest with the people in my life about about how severe my condition was getting. So there were some contributing factors there. Um, you know, when when it comes to suicide, mm. I think I think people are just like, how? How do you get to that mm -hmm. point? You, well, you, speaker, comedian, right. happy person, right? And then people are always shocked. But um, maybe just to ask you to that point, like, this feeling of despair that led you to that to that mm -hmm. result. Yeah. Did that happen over a month? Did that happen over a week? Was it all of a sudden a switch that went off one day? Explain sort of the timeline to me. Um, I would say that my symptoms of both depression and anxiety uh, really got to an intolerable level. Um, around, I would say June. So it's like a slow decline. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I was so uh, resistant to the idea of medication, right? Like I could have gotten on medication, like say in January or February mm. and avoided the whole damn right. thing. Um, but because I was so unwilling to admit what was going on, um, it just, it, it worsened. I, I mean, again, because of what I do for a living, I was just convinced that I could handle it on my you own. Could just, like, you I could just to... think your way out of it because sure, you like I had, quote unquote, you know, I had the, the tools. Answers. Yeah, I had the tools in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. I, I had the healthy habits. Yeah. Um. But I didn't. I didn't start to feel better with all my self help. The self help wasn't helping. I was at a point where, you know, my brain's chemistry was so imbalanced that medication was a necessary element to my recovery. So I was, I finally did get on medication, but then I, but then I was playing around with it. Well, first of all, I wasn't taking it every day. And then I was, I would switch prescriptions. I'd go see a psychiatrist and, and, and decide that I needed a new prescription. So it was like, it was just a, a series of errors where I just didn't respect the role of medication in my recovery. So my, my symptoms just kept on worsening. Is this um, common? Is this a common reaction for uh, people like yourself who are going through that slow decline? I don't need to do this with medication. I can I can talk myself out of this. Or is it also a fear of what the side effects of the medication might might be like? Or are you just so out of yourself? You know, you're so out of your own head that you really can't think clearly. Mm. Well, all of the above, I think, Jude. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, yeah, it was fear around uh, side effects. But if I had to, if I had to pinpoint it, if I had to get down to like one, one major reason, it, it was stigma. Mm. I, I didn't want to be standing on stage as this motivational speaker on anti-anxiety, antidepressant medication. I thought, you know, that makes me a bit of a fraud. It's funny but, that you would say that because yeah. your whole thing, your whole, uh, your keynote, your workshops are all about <laughs> mental health, right? And yet you don't want to be a quote unquote fraud. It's not like 
you know, it's not like Anthony Robbins going up there, rah, rah, rah. And by the way, uh, this it, it tied into your message. So the fact that you would say you felt like a fraud, mm-hmm. you know, for other people out there who are struggling with, with their mental health, um, they must go, God, if Susan Stewart feels like a fraud, how can I possibly, you know, what would you say to those people? Someone who's, who's in your position now, who doesn't want to go on medication, who's yeah. in denial, what would you say to them? Well, now, now I understand that at one point, you know, we have these neurotransmitters in our brain, you know, like serotonin, norepinephrine, um, dopamine. And so when they are basically um imbalanced to a certain degree all the self-help in the world isn't isn't going to be enough Mm -hmm. right like all the exercise and positivity and spirituality in the world is not going to be enough now what's in the equation is is medication to balance out those those uh well we call them good feeling chemicals right um so it gets down to science at one point and i just I didn't know that at the time. This this is now clarity. This is this is information I have now. Um, but you know, you you talk about me being this mental health <laughs> advocate, mm-hmm. you know. This, and so, yeah, I'm choking on the irony of it all. I, you know, to this very day. <laughs> but I think there was just so much shame mm. around it. I like I, I just couldn't believe that I the, that I was sick. You know, like. I just, you know, going on medication was not an admission I wanted to make. That's just, now here's the thing. If there had been something physically wrong with me, right? Like if I all of a sudden got diagnosed with diabetes, like high blood pressure, even lower back pain, I would have had no problem getting medication. So there's my stigma. Mm -hmm. I really had to face down my personal stigma with this. Um, So... The show, you know, that we were talking about a few minutes ago, the mm-hmm. show that that I'm that I'm doing at the end of March, really is just me like sharing with the audience what I learned, like like you said, the hard way. A bit Through- more than a rough patch, I would say it's a bit more than a rough <laughs> patch. That's the the understatement of uh, 2024 season, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the title comes from a conversation that I had with my partner when I was. Um, uh, in a recovery treatment program at the Homewood Health Center in Guelph. Hmm. Um, okay, so I was it was a nine week program. Uh, I basically went there after my hospitalization. Hmm. Um, and uh, so yeah, one day I'm I'm at Homewood. I'm talking to my partner, Deb. Um, you know, and and we get talking about my mental health crisis, and I say to her, Yeah, it was a bit of a rough patch. And it was just like silence. We were FaceTiming actually, so I could see her. And she was like <laughs> stunned and wide-eyed. And she said, um, what the hell did you just call it? Like, <laughs> Susan, let's be very clear. It was a bit more than a rough patch. Um, and so we, you know, to this day we laugh about that conversation. Now there I was minimizing it, you know, to the very end. Um, so when I was coming, you know, I was thinking about the title of the show, like, what the hell am I going to call this show? And then I recalled the conversation. And I thought, well, that's kind of perfect, right? There was, there it was, yeah. It was a bit more of a, a bit more than a rough patch. But it's interesting that you say that it's a stigma because there are no mistakes on this planet, right? And I mean, some something in the universe picked Susan Stewart, funny Susan Stewart, uh, who, you know, says this is a stigma 
to write a comedy show about it. And I think you're going to reach a lot of people who have too much pride, who have too much, um, you know, um, who have too much going on in their head that they don't want to ask for help. But to your point earlier, so what are the chances for someone that is going through the feelings that you were going through and how you said that, you know what, it's a chemical imbalance. You got to get help for a chemical imbalance. How long does it take for someone who's never done any therapy and never gone to the hospital? Uh, you know, how long does it take for them to be diagnosed with a chemical issue that they can get some help. I mean, especially after COVID, it's a tsunami mm. now of cases, yeah. right? So yeah. what's the best thing for somebody to do who feels like yourself? They're in your position where they're like, look, I've done everything I possibly can. I can't positive think my way out of this. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. Well, I think... I think it's really important that you get your symptoms assessed. There are some mm. classic symptoms mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, depression and anxiety. Tell us what they are. Well, it's like, yeah, this is a very typical laundry list here. Um, you lose interest in pretty much everything, mm. right? There's just an intense apathy that sets, sets in. Um, you... Well, I I, th I think I think the chemical imbalance really uh, affects brain activity, like cognition, like having trouble focusing and and, and making a decision. Um, what else we got? Well, I think I think there's a, a lot of things that just like leave the building, like your creativity, your curiosity, mm. your courage, right your sense of humor, you go into survival mode, right. right? Like I, I describe it as you do not feel like yourself, right? Just your behavior changes. Mm -hmm. I think I, the, the, the one indicator that something was going wrong, you know, was actually, you know, last January I had this gig in Victoria. I was uh, out there to do an after dinner talk for a bunch of travel agents. And I don't know about you, but you know, when you're a couple hours away from getting on stage, I, I start to get kind of pumped up, right? For sure. Like I got a lot of energy in my body. I can't really sit down anymore. Now you know, I, I pace around, I run, you know, I run some lines. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm practically doing jumping jacks. Well, <laughs> well, that that day, um, I I like we had done some sightseeing during the day, and then when we got back to the hotel, I crawled into bed and fell asleep. Mm. Right. So there's behavior changes that occur. Um, so, you know, there I am napping before a gig when I'm usually, you know, full, full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. Um, so you just start doing things that you never, you know, you never, you never do. Um, it's just like, there's just like a lack of energy for everything, physically, mentally, emotionally, just, you just feel drained. I give you a lot of credit. I give you an incredible amount of credit for being able to step out of this, to see yourself now. I'm on the phone with Susan Stewart. We are chatting about her show that's going to be coming up. It's a big fundraiser for the Brantford General Hospital's Mental Health Unit. And Susan is going to share an evening of laughs about her mental health journey um about taking mental health seriously of course but you know lots of uh lots of humor lots of dark humor lots of good humor a bit more than a rough patch a comedy show about taking mental health seriously 
And if you want tickets for the show, um, by the way, you want to get in touch with Susan, susanstewart.ca. I'm going to include the link on this uh, podcast. Uh, you can go to Eventbrite, rough.patch, or sorry, rough-patch.eventbrite.ca. That's rough-patch.eventbrite.ca. And of course, if you just put in the search rough patch then uh on eventbrite it'll come up or like i said you can reach out to me you can reach out to susan um susan any last um you know beyond giving people good laughs what else are you hoping to achieve with this blockbuster pre-broadway show <laughs> <laughs> no pressure felt there whatsoever um well first of all i want to emphasize that that it is going to be fun like I, like I, I, I promise it's a comedy show. Of course, <laughs> of course. And any shows I've ever seen you do have been ultimately comedy shows. You know, so, yeah. So yeah. it's so we're gonna like we're we're gonna have like lots of laughs ab- about um, our experiences with with, with me- mental health. Um, you know, like I poke fun at stuff like anxiety. Um, so, but what I'm achieving or what I hope to achieve with the show is I think helping people feel less alone and people feel, you know, seen and heard. Like it's, I, I really hope that it's incredibly validating, uh, f- for people. Um, and, and just to, I think, understand how I got to a crisis point. So maybe they can avoid uh, reaching that point, you know, uh, seek help, like talk to a therapist or or a social worker, you know, anybody, really just talk to anybody um, and uh, and and get medication if if your symptoms are, you know, at an extreme level. Um, so, yeah, it's really just to kind of understand the necessary steps to to avoiding um, that feeling of hopelessness. Uh, so yeah, like you said, you know, it's really what I learned the hard way. So, well, so you're yeah. a tough egg. You're a tough egg, my friend. And I don't know how many other people would have come out of this going, you know what, I'm going to write a comedy show about this and I'm going to teach people what they should do because the great takeaway out of just having this interview with you is you said it right in the beginning. Sometimes you just need the medication because the chemical imbalance is something that you can't fix on your own. So stop being brave people. Stop, you know, worrying about the stigma. Do what Susan did. Talk to somebody, even if it's just talking to a friend or talking to, you know, just get it out. Like it's, you're not helping anybody, especially yourself, right? I mean, yeah. this is uh, Susan. We, how many comics do we know that have mental health issues? Again, mm-hmm. it's the tears of a clown. You see people who are on stage, they're funny, they're confident. And then behind the scenes, you know, it's it's the exact same thing, right? So uh, I my, my hat is off. I'm really, really impressed that you're putting this together. Um, I forgot to mention the dates would be kind of impo- uh, important. So March 27th and 28th, folks, this is a, a Wednesday and a Thursday night. It's uh, in Brantford, the Rope Factory. Again, it's rough-patch dot eventbrite.ca and i'm going to include the link in the podcast so now you've got everything sort of sorted out uh why do you think it's important to see humor in something serious like mental health well okay first of all i think there's something funny about everything okay Mm -hmm. like even the really tough stuff for sure i strongly believe there is 
room and a necessity to to laugh at the hard things in life. Like mental health is a serious topic, but it's it's important not to take it too seriously. Like I believe um, seeing the humor in our struggles helps us move through them and get to the other side. Um, actually, research has proven uh, humor to be a key element in our ability to be resilient. And I'm I'm not surprised by that one bit. Yeah. Like the, the struggles we face create tension in our lives, right? There's tension there and laughter releases that tension, which gives us the boost to keep going. So I think I, like I said, I think it's, it's not only important to, to laugh, but I think it's necessary. Um, so that's one of the things I do at the beginning of the show is I, I give the audience permission to laugh. Um, and hopefully they, they, they take, the, they take that cue. Um, like hope, hopefully, uh, you know, we can feel like we're in a safe space to see, to see the funny. Cause there is some, there is, there's, there's funny stuff. And hopefully, hopefully I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've done a good job and bringing it to, to the stage. Um, yeah. Well, every show I've seen you do has been, has been hilarious. So I am not, like Me I said, too. I'm not worried at all. I know we're talking about a heavy topic. <laughs> But, you know, it takes a brave person and it takes somebody with, you know, sometimes a dark humor to see through that. Because, again, uh, you know, we're talking about the combination of humor and tragedy. But like the comedic experts say, tragedy plus timing equals, equals comedy. comedy. Uh, you got it, buddy. You got it. So, That's uh, yeah. So anyway, again, one more time. Rough-patch.eventbrite.ca. Uh, SusanStewart.ca if you want to find out more about Susan's fantastic workshops and her keynotes. Uh, but honestly, this is a terrific fundraiser there for uh, in Brantford. So if you can make it out to uh, Brantford General Hospital's mental health unit fundraiser, please do. I know Susan would uh, would love to see you. And folks, uh, Susan, thank you so much for coming on the show. By the way, well, it has been it has been um, a delight to talk to you anytime I get to talk to you is, uh, is fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you for this opportunity to, to talk about the show. Um, I really appreciate it. Well, you've got a really, really important message and, you know, incredible takeaways that are so applicable, I'm sure to so many people out there. So, uh, thanks for being so brave and, uh, and uh, and chatting with me and folks if you'd like to catch up on any of my other laugh long and prosper episodes you can check me out judy croon on spotify and or soundcloud and or amazon all of your streaming sources or just go to judycroon.com until next time folks laugh long and prosper <laughs>